0: I heard a woman's voice to my left going, I'm not getting a pulse, I'm not getting a pulse. And with the same sense of reality with which I'm now speaking, I said, of course you're getting a pulse, otherwise I wouldn't be talking to you. But she kept going, so agitated. So uh, I just gave up. And, And that was like a letting go. And I found myself in a completely different environment. I knew I wasn't alone but I couldn't see much because I was surrounded by gray, foggy material. I had a sense that I was waiting for something with the same confidence that I would with a, a ticket for an airplane or something. You know, I, I, I was waiting. There's no time that was involved and no words, so good luck to me conveying what I'm about to tell you. The wait was over when underneath me, Blasted with this incredible energy, a light that I don't have words for. And I've told this story plenty. I've written about it, and I'm 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 not tearing up. Because, well, I am from the memory, but also it's so frustrating because it was just love. It was all love, and it was so. Powerful if you could measure my goosebumps now all these years later. It never goes away This feeling and it this light went out in all directions under me and then around me and I had Probably no eyeballs, but I was seeing just fine and everywhere I looked it was going out to eternity and at the same time in a way I just oh, I wish I could explain but it was layering endlessly on itself as well. And I had this knowledge that I was given that I was actually beholding eternity itself. And eternity was this light. And so the endlessly going out in all directions without a beginning and an end was what we would call linear time. But I think, I don't know who am I, but. I think that layering were dimensions and they were also endless. And within each of those layers, there, were, there was existence and more love. And it was all parallel to itself and yet endless. And it was so bright. It was, it was so bright, didn't hurt to see it, but there's nothing um, I've personally come across that is as bright as this, but I have had a glimpse now of the energy, and I found it behind Niagara Falls. You can go behind the falls, and this water just coming down as sheets, and the, the energy from all that pounding, falling water was the closest thing to my near-death experience I've ever found on Earth. But the water didn't love me. <laughs> this light loved me, knew me personally, and in the presence of this light, I said, homey home. And I later learned from my parents that homey home when I was learning language is what I used to say when we'd been away from our house. And we were going back, and I recognized neighborhood features, and I would go, homey home, homey home. And for my parents, it was one of those boo boo moments, and they remembered it. I have no memory of that. So I said, homey home. This light is what I call God. I, I'm more comfortable saying my Creator, but there are no words. I have a complete absence of any kind of language. I don't even try. Uh, the language comes from my heart and it speaks well. It's just that no one else can understand it, but this, this love was personal. And we communicated in a form of math and music, and I'm not skilled in either. When skeptics say, "Oh, you get what you expect," no, 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 no. A, I wasn't expecting anything, and uh, math and music was perfect communication. I asked questions. Any fool (laughs) would ask God. I asked many questions. Uh, For instance, uh, you know, why are we here? And I was told, pretty much, we we banged on the door for this life. Our souls—it sounds so philosophical—but we we our souls or whatever you want to call it insisted on being born, and that it was a it was a, something we really wanted a lot. Uh, I asked about uh, pain and suffering in my own way. And the answer was, uh, it's, you know, sadly, that's the way back to God. I mean, we, we, in our fleshly existence, without some stress, kind of forget where we're from. And, and, um, and then there was something about free will. And, you know, I'm not a theologian. Um, this had nothing to do with religion. It had to do with life and love. But the, what I would most like to convey is that Although I was asking, you know, immensely profound questions, I thought. Um, What I was getting back were, I was remembering. It wasn't new information. It was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It was fantastic. And then the light told me that I had to go back. And the light being God to me, should have been intimidating, it wasn't. I said, no and God said yes and Kim said no <laughs> and it went back and forth like that and I'm here to tell you you can argue with God you know God's going to win but there was no problem you know there was infinite patience on the part of my creator as I insisted on not going back but indeed I was sent back and then the darnest thing is that um I missed my body by about six feet, so now I was uh, in the odd predicament of um, being in the same position as my physical body, but about six feet away, and going, you know, who's that? I mean, it meant nothing to me. The me that was me didn't even have a name, but it was the truest part of who I am, was no more in that body than Looking at a piece of luggage, I appreciated the luggage. It was like cute purse, I mean, you know, but it wasn't me at all. And when when I talk to people who are afraid of death or people who have lost a loved one, it when they you know they old saw about that's just a shell. it really is. you know it, it just was not me at all. And then um, I saw a man bend over me, and he put his mouth against mine. And that's how I got back into my body. It was through him. And that was another story in itself, to go through another person was interesting. But it was his compassion for me. I'm sure the the physical contact helped, but it was his love for me. I just, in the form of this light, been with the greatest love of all. So of course, I was gonna gravitate to anything reflecting that and his compassion and his caring for me, even though he didn't know me, was what drew me back into my body. The problem was um, I didn't like being back in my body and my consciousness was there, but it wasn't in a way that I could perceive anything. So I was miserable. It was cold and dank and scary and awful. So I, I called out to God again. Yea, God came back not in the form of a light, but just this math and music. And um, I mean, I hate to diminish God, but it was like, you know, all right, already, already. what do you want? I mean, it really felt like that, like, you again? <laughs> I'm, I'm still begging to be with God, not to be sent back. And so God opened up this window-like thing on my right, and there was heaven, at least my heaven, pure and simple. It was beautiful, very intense, non-earthly colors. Um, I'm sure you could find these colors on earth, but not in the intensity and vividness. and, And there was light in all of it. There were blades of grass and small trees in the distance and this intensely blue sky. And it was all shades of light and love. And it was so beautiful. And so I was... Told that if I went through that window, though, that was my border. There'd be no coming back. So I was out of there, and I I thought I was all the way through, but not quite. I guess when again God basically said, eh, before you make that decision, let me show you something. And in a flash of light, that was an aspect of this light. Again, there were, I don't know how to explain it, but there were um, there was a place and. All I knew is that where mountains melt water. Well, it wasn't Kansas, and I, I didn't choose that. I chose to go through this window. Again, felt like I was just about all the way through. Another aspect of this light flashed, like, you know, the old-fashioned cameras with, you know, I'm old enough where the bulbs would come out, you know, and... Everybody would be squinting, no squinting involved, but that bright and focused. And there were just like a gallery of people, like portraits, and they had um, very mundane labels. You know, next-door neighbor, best friend, co-worker, nothing glamorous. And I was just given to know that if I chose to live, these are people that would have some significance. And again, I did not choose them. I chose heaven again almost through the window when another flash and it showed me being of service and I looked and went in my brain kind of like cool I was back I made my choice it was like "Trit, fooey, <laughs> you got me so I consider that I was sent back to serve by God